see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. I can see the demon in you who doesn't wanna come out and play. Everybody say fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. What's going down? Welcome back to the Fuck This Shit Podcast. It's your boy Dre back again. I got my boy X back with me again. Xavier Jones in the cut like Neo Sporn, man. What's going on, bro? How you living? <laughs> you know I'm already good, my guy. You know we start the podcast the same way every week, y'all, man. Thank y'all for taking the time out to listen to this motherfucker. We know you got lives and shit, so thanks for making us a part of that life, because, you know, much they pay for this shit. Thanks. Thanks. Much obliged. <laughs> Speed to get paid for it. You know what I'm saying? It's a link in every show description. You know what I'm saying? You could be a subscriber. Subscribers get the video episodes a day early. You can do that on Spotify. You can do that on Fanbase. It's a wish list in the show description because some people love me enough to buy me stuff. And, you know, thanks again. <laughs> Shout out to the supporters, all of them. Shout out to everybody who shows love, man. Uh, what you been had going, man? What's 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 new with you, man? Not much. Man, staying out the way, really. Uh, you know, getting consolidating some jokes now for the for the special coming up. I'm within like a month and a half, so I really gotta, you know, what I'm saying, like lock in. But yeah, other than that, I've been chilling. I've been I've been, I've been on some same shit, bro. You know, I just I just got on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, yeah, they a, rocking with you over there, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, they 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 fucking with me. They. <laughs> they they engaging with your boy rocking with me is like a it's, it's a it's a 50 50 all that motherfucker you know what i'm saying i wasn't i wasn't ready for the for the different level of um uh conversion that occurs on <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on tiktok bro i had a late brother i had a lady comment on the alien joint talking about don't be on here spreading misinformation i'm misinformation you think that i was like did i give off the impression that i had like contacted some alien specialists <laughs> or some shit like that i had shot down yeah i'm from oh this nigga say he in houston he he acting like he done went to nasa and got the drop on what's <laughs> really going down Bitch, i don't know what the fuck is going on. i'm just a nigga who i was smoking i was thinking about aliens coming i was like man what about the episode of south park where they kidnapped Cartman and stuck a probe in his ass. I'm like, what if they did that to the whole earth? And then and then I built upon that and then, and then we end up in this world where we fall into the center of the earth because they took all the magma and flew away in a space mobile. Like, I, I don't know. That's the plot of a crazy yeah. movie, though. <laughs> you got to consolidate that one, bro. That's, you, you got you to gotta ask on you. <laughs> hey, listen, you know the disaster movies be going crazy too, my nigga. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a uh, that's a uh, best original screenplay right there, bro. Twenty twenty seven. Everything I love, bro. <laughs> yeah, my nigga, bro. I ain't I ain't had shit. I ain't had shit else popping up, bro. Uh, I I I ain't got a real nigga story time this week to start the episode off with, but at the end of the episode, everybody got to stay. Make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode. Key sent me a video 
of some shit that went down to him, nigga. Keys had his own real nigga story time he sent into the podcast. Yeah. Shout out Keys, man. Shout out my guy Keys, bro. Then he just then he just dropped something. Yeah, he did. He, I don't know if he dropped the track yet. I think he's gonna actually drop it in like March or something, like like the tenth of March or something like that. I don't remember what day he's gonna drop it, but he sent it to me in an email. Where, where, where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so me, I, 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 my fault. I got a my obligatory shout out. My little brother just dropped his album today, man. Way too turn, man. Uh, Apple Music. Yeah, 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 I'll go listen to that. Real Way nigga. Real nigga. You know what I'm saying? 13, 13 solid tracks for you. Yeah, on God. Yeah, we, we always showing love to everybody, bro, because we love when that love gets shown back to us, and that's on God. So Facts, facts. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, my nigga, I, I ain't really, uh, I ain't got nothing else to, to lead us in or whatever. I just got, I just got the first shit I want to talk to you about because, because Twitter been popping, bro. There's yeah. a, it's been a lot of shit going on the past weeks, bro. Mm-hmm. And, let me start off with this. Have you uh you seen Lovecraft Country? Yeah, bro, that shit was oh yeah, that shit was hard. The phone started moving up. Nah, I loved uh, it. I loved it. You Gucci, bro. Yeah, that Lovecraft. Yeah, that that was, bro. F- that was top tier black TV for me, bro. The creativity, the 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 historical shit, the showing the shit we've been through without without it being all slavey and sing-songy and shit you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying it was just lovecraft was fire and i fuck with my nigga i fuck with my nigga tick bro yeah bro i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie that that show made me a fan of jonathan majors also shout out to them for doing that uh 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 black wall street Tulsa episode man shout out you know what i'm saying Sean Oklahoma, oh god so let me ask you this then you seen the you seen what they saying about your boy Jonathan Majors, right? Yeah. <laughs> you seen the pictures? You seen the pictures? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna. I know you seen them. I'm gonna pull them up just in case anybody watching the video, because you know if you if you pay five dollars a month to see something a day early and get the video, the least I could do is give you the references. See, so some of y'all don't understand what you're getting for the five dollars, right? Quality content. I be. I be referencing shit that you need to put your eyes on sometime. And if you ain't seen it, then you got to pause it. And you got Googling. You trying to drive and shit being dangerous. I'm trying to save your life. That's all. Yeah. yeah if you drive and listen to this right now, leave your phone alone. Bro. Make it home. Then send that text. <laughs> it's not that important. I promise you. She's still going to be mad at you by the time you get home. bro. And that's on God, bro. All right. But look, so look, we're going to let me pull up the picture real quick. Ugh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah they was on that man's head this week yeah they was on my man head why they always do this bro great acting. Right, don't worry about it Psh. these the pictures uh, oh yeah yeah they was and listen yeah, they was on that man top they say so it's not just jonathan majors it's jonathan majors and it's ASAP Rocky. You've seen the ASAP Rocky ones, right? Yeah. You've seen the detailed though. one that's like pointing out all the reasons why this is like an attack on, on masculinity. Yeah, they got like a, a green line going through his body, posture, and then hers. Yeah. I think, can you, can you scroll Bro, back you... to the title real quick? Yes, I can. Appreciate it. 
said, she said, we're, they said, we're best friends with a baby. People are laughing at that, bro. That sounds like the most beautiful shit ever. To be honest, we're best friends with a baby. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like your, your, your lady also being like your dog, like your best friend type shit. And y'all got a child together. Niggas, niggas don't know love, bro. Niggas need a hug. That's what it is. Niggas need a hug, bro. Niggas need a hug. Niggas see this shit and they like this. First of all, the this is they emasculating the black man thing. I I just want I just want these niggas to free themselves from the bondage (laughs) of this of this mental gymnastics, this prison that you done put yourself in convincing yourself. That like somebody gives so much a fuck about you that they even care who you fucking, much less trying to change who it is you want. Like, I just, I, I can't, I can't even imagine thinking that someone gave that much a fuck about me, bro. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they worry about like I ain't never, like even my closest friends, like my closest male friends, I ain't never asked this nigga where he putting his dick. It's not my business. You got it, bro. That's on you. It's on you, fam. It don't matter. And I don't think that the world is trying to turn all the black men gay, bro. I just, it's a lot of things that I think is happening out here, bro. Yeah. It's a I, lot I of things like, that's going on out here. I, I feel like for black people, though, I tweeted it the other day and I deleted it. I feel like I, I know where that comes from, though, because, like, if there was a way or, like, a conspiracy to turn people gay, they would definitely start with black people, like, Cause like bro, they gave us syphilis as an experiment. You don't think they? You know what I'm saying? Like, but so okay, look, that's the thing though. That's the thing though, right? And this is one of them weird spaces, right? Because look, I'm gonna just go ahead. I'm gonna just preemptively do it because sometimes, sometimes you do us or say some things. Anytime that I find myself about to do something that feels any way like I'm taking up for white people, uh. I gotta go ahead and just hold on. You got a second guess though? Nah, I gotta. You fat, bald head, no neck midget. I sentence you to 3,000 lashes for conduct unbecoming a black man. <laughs> Jeez. So, the coonery that I'm about to say is. When we talk about the Tuskegee experiment, I do think that it's worth noting they didn't give us syphilis. Hmm. Like, that's not what happened. And I only say that because whenever people try and use that as a direct parallel to, like, other things, like, because the when I first started hearing that, it was, like, really on the vaccine shit. It was like, we're not taking that vaccine. Remember, they gave us syphilis and told us it was something else. But that's not what happened in that experiment. They let us keep the syphilis and told us they was giving us the cure for it and didn't. Evil, nonetheless. Evil as fuck, but a different evil. You see what I'm saying? And it it, it speaks to something that's different than what was even occurring in that moment, and that's the only reason why I think it's relevant that as Black people, we kind of understand exactly what that is, because what that was was a group of scientists being dismissive of a specific group of black people's humanity. Right. Right. Like, even though they were working on behalf of the government, like 
nigga, you work on behalf of the government. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not telling you everything. You know what I'm saying? They're not telling you everything to do step by step. And yeah, it existed. There's like a shitload of problems that allowed that to happen, right? Like, no one and no one around gave enough of a fuck to even ask enough questions about how fucked up shit shit may have been as far as that was concerned. But it wasn't like a government instituted plot against black people. It was just like this group of scientists who didn't see black people as people, which whole issue. And they bosses didn't give a fuck that they didn't whole issue. And the like laws around them didn't prosecute them after they found out whole nother issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like president Congress and all that didn't like wake up one morning and be like, we going to give these niggas syphilis and see what happens. Like that's just, not the way that played out. And I only say that because the, the medical field is already like really problematic towards us. Yeah. Like we have worse outcomes in everything. But it's like 50-50 because a lot of it is like we've built up this hesitancy and resistance towards the medical community. They're like, now we dying from preventable shit. Yeah, because we don't trust them. Because we don't trust them. So it's like, and that's why I had to get myself the lashes because and all of this, the white man is still the devil. Like, I hope that no one heard that story yeah, yeah. I told and thought that I, I was think like, you, I so think I, you didn't deserve them. You ain't deserved them lashes. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if you if you're saying something that's not true on, on their behalf, then then that's cool. You get the no, lashes. You just, and you it's not for them either. The conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not for them. It's for us. Like, I don't say that because I don't want white people to feel bad. I'm saying that because I don't want black people to not go to the doctor when they sick. Yeah. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's where I be with that. And I just, you know, took yeah, that I took that moment to I, be. I didn't know too much about the experiment. Uh, but that was just more of like me saying there's a precedent for them, like doing some like nefarious shit. And but yeah, you're right. you did make a good point of it not being a nationwide thing because it was a very isolated thing. So yeah, a whole just that yeah, one though. Yeah. And then what's just the end one. game, bro? What's the what's the end game? Like you turn black man gay, then what, bro? Like what happens after you turn black? And even that, I was having a, a, a conversation with the homie. And he was like, you know, I think a lot of this is just population control. And I was like, I used to think a lot of this. I used to believe that shit too. Because I'm like, this already people starving. It's no way. Da, 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 da. But then when you start thinking more and you start learning a little bit more, one of the reasons why like nations like Japan and China and some of them like Eastern nations aren't projected to remain superpowers is because their birth rate is too low. So, like, it doesn't actually benefit a nation for like population control is not a good thing. Like, they actually need population because they need people to do. You ain't got weight to move. Yeah, yeah, you ain't got weight behind you as much people. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you need you need the population to be able to do shit like that. So it's like a lot of the things that end up being conspiracies that really circulate in our community don't do shit but harm us, and it give it really end up setting us farther back because we get like these small little things like nigga, when you get sick you can't go to work you know what i'm saying if your community is sick more often then y'all miss work more often so as a community you have less like working power than another community just based off that yeah i i think the most frustrating thing to me with conspiracies like this is because if you don't like do your own research and look up and read some stuff 
what they saying makes sense to a degree. Like it if, you, if you don't look at it, if you don't look at it, it always like, does. A, a plus B. Okay, I can see that. But once you look into it, you like, oh no, nah, bro, this is the actual root cause. Like, and it'd be some. It's always and and with these, and with most of this shit, the most frustrating thing be is like. It don't even be, and the truth is, everything was all kosher. It'd be like, the truth is, it was a different bullshit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't mm-hmm. be, oh, no, that didn't happen. It, it's not, no, they didn't let these black men die from syphilis. It's like, no, they just didn't give it to them. They already had it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah like, yeah. but uh, I wish I had an Alex Jones soundbite. They're not turning the frogs gay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> To what end, bro? We gotta we gotta fix the ozone, bro. Why why would we wanna you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we got bigger problems, bro. I mean, what is that? What you think that is though, bro? Like what do you think it is that or 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 when did that change? Like I don't even know. Cause I don't even it's not it's several things. Hey, I don't give a fuck about Jonathan Majors wearing that that furry ass motherfucking boa. Yeah. Like I just don't care. Cause he did have a zesty ass face on in the picture. Yeah, bro, but do you, black man? Do you? Do you? I don't even, it's even this, I had to, me and one of the homies was talking, and we had to come to the conclusion, and it's crazy, you'll be a grown-ass man before you come to the conclusion that, like, the only thing that can make you gay is to be sexually attracted to the same sex as you. Facts. Like, you can't put on a shirt that make you gay now, you can't, Say something to make you gay. You can't, you can deep throw every corn dog you eat, bro. And like, I'm a laugh. I might, I'm, might, I'm probably gonna say pause for sure. Just to I'm gonna call you, I'm gonna say pause and I'm gonna call you the glizzy gobbler. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Alliteration, bro. You're gonna get these jokes. Don't get it twisted. You, the joke's gonna come, bro. But I know you ain't gay. And even if you was gay, guess who don't give a fuck? <laughs> I don't give a fuck at all. I yeah. I, I have a because I be thinking about that sometimes. Like people always say, it's the ones who are most opposed. Like you protest too much, like on some Shakespeare shit, and that's how I know. Like Boosie, we talking about Boosie. I'm gonna have to send you the clip, bro. It's a it's a video on him on Vlad when he talking about uh, Ti. Like if you watch it, if you watch the video with no sound on it, this is the zestiest I have ever seen a black. Like I've seen the zesty I've seen a black man in a long time. Like, just look at the body language, this, that, and the third. And I know, like, the whole, yeah, like, it, it, it's probably Cap. Like, he he's he hates the gay people because he's low-key gay. But I'm like, bro, this this is. But it's still funny, though. It still make you think about some shit you was never even considering before. Yeah, and then, and then the shit the nigga was talking about, he was talking about T.I. keeping a secret. And then he was talking about keeping secrets. Like, why would you, why would you hold on to that secret so long and then tell people? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, hold up, Boosie. Are, are you having a Freudian slip right now, bro? Boosie, like, Boosie, like, because I know how to keep a secret. Look at it. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, you get a chance. Oh, watch it with no sound, bro. You just going to be like, nah, bro. But I'm definitely. I don't, know, I don't know what that is. I'm definitely doing that. Jonathan Major's just cold, too. man. Shout out Ant Man, too. You seen it? Oh, God, bro. The, the only other thing I got on this, too, is. I do think it's really crazy that they looking at ASAP fucked up just for like being a dad. Like, it, it, and even like the, the, they trying to be like, ASAP has always been on some like, 
I don't really know the word for it. He's been pretty like, boy Flacco since he dropped. Like, if Prince was a rapper, he would be yeah. ASAP. Like, and that's like that's that's a style, bro. Like, that's a whole little thing. So, like, and like, I don't know, bro. I just I I'm speechless for it because to me, like, there are literally no, it's just the shit they be going through, bro. To, we need a sound bite for just like niggas is dumb. Like just every time, bro. Every time <laughs> niggas is dumb, bro. You need that. Niggas sound is dumb, bro. I'm sure it's one on the boondocks, bro. I'm gonna watch the boondocks <laughs> until I find one, bro. <laughs> on God, bro. But yeah, anyway, nigga. So you see All Star Weekend? Uh, I watched a little bit of. It. I saw who won the dunk contest, and I, I saw a little bit some highlights from the game. But I ain't seen nothing else. That white boy killed that shit. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, been a problem though. Did you already know about Carl Malone? Yeah, you did. Yeah, a YouTuber made a video about it a while ago. I knew about Carl Malone, but I didn't know about Carl Malone like like that. Yeah. And uh, I came across this video. I'm about to play because I, I I would ex- explain because I know. A lot of them motherfuckers listening to this not gonna know. They like, first of all, who is Carl Malone? Carl Malone right. is used to be a motherfucker power forward for the Utah Jazz. He's like the third leading scorer in the NBA. Um niggas like two years in a row. Yeah. His, never, never got a ring. Historically <laughs> a, a dirty player, but I I'm not gonna lie, like I was watching basketball in the eighties and nineties to be able to tell you. Yep. Um but uh yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to play this real quick. I'm gonna get some better light next time we do this though for sure. Uh, you Gucci, bro. I'll send you a link. These motherfuckers is cheap as hell, honestly, bro. Yeah. <clears throat> Carl Malone. Yeah, Carl Malone. Carl Malone being a huge part of All Star. What are your thoughts on Carl Malone being a huge part Shout of All Star Week? You oh, can God. basically make this question. What are your thoughts about Carl Malone? Stop it right there. Like, it, it doesn't have to be an occasion. Because I hated Carl Malone so much before I had a great reason. I only had good ones. <laughs> like, just being a dirty player, elbowing people all the time. You know, that sort of stuff. And then, you know, we find out the whole thing. If you don't know this, that when he was in college, Carl Malone had a baby with a 12-year-old. There's never been any sort of reckoning for Malone because Malone lays low. Like, he just out there in the country, driving his semi, doing whatever whatever it is that Carl Malone does out there. But if you're doing something for Utah basketball, it's like Carl Malone. So we got Carl Malone and John Stockton. John Stockton is crazy conspiracy guy. And I'm just kind of like, I know a lot of people that think crazy things, as long as you don't say it on the microphone there, I guess, right? But Carl Malone, you're kind of supposed to leave him at home. Except if you're the league. I heard a lot of y'all when I told y'all those details that you'd never heard them before, right? And so why is Carl Malone not there? Then you make this more a story. And so I would imagine that there's a very cynical outlook on how to play it. So I never want to see Carl Malone ever, all time, any other point, but he's going to be there and it's going to be wild uncomfortable for a lot of people. And then tomorrow we're going to forget it ever happened. Shout out the realist, man, Bumani Jones. 
Bruh. Oh God, Bomani cold, bruh. Niggas is, it, it, it's motherfuckers who don't know about Bomani, bruh, but Bomani cold and being cold. Yep. And that game theory is sick. That I don't know if you be fucking with that show. That show is 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 dope as fuck. I watched the first season. I haven't seen the second one though. I'm, I'm ju- really just getting back in the TV. Like Snowfall, I I, I watched that because it dropped, but I ain't been watching TV. No, so. oh, that shit good as fuck, bro. What you what you think about that, bro? Like not just the fact that he did the shit. Because I mean, I feel like being 20 years old, getting a 12 year old pregnant. I think like I think the story is actually that the story is actually more fucked up than that because it's like. The girl was 13. He gets the girl pregnant, denies the son, meets the son when the son is like a teenager, basically tells him like, nigga, you done been on your life this whole time without me. So what the fuck you need me for? Then, then like the son ends up being an NFL player for a couple of years. I'm pretty sure whatever. And then, you know, retires, whatever. But and then like they never really have no kind of relationship. And that's like Carl Malone being like, I'm not a piece of shit, though. Like. And it's wild because that nigga laid out a perfect point he's like if you the nba the only way to keep this from really being a story is to act like nothing fucking happened mm-hmm. yeah because it's no way they didn't know it's no way nobody was making noise while he was still in the league it's no way it's it's just a different time too it's hard to hear to like you i think this is the thing that social media has done your complaints are public now. Niggas been, it's probably been women calling the Utah Jazz every day for decades talking about get this motherfucker off of everything. Mm-hmm. He trash, he this, he that, whatever, whatever, whatever. But niggas ain't know until social media came about now, social media era, and it's like, oh shit. Carl Malone? Got the twelve year old pregnant and didn't want to pay child support. Call Malone, Jody, who don't take responsibilities <laughs> like a motherfucking man. <laughs> Nigga, use a bitch. Nigga, use a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that nigga, yeah. I mean, but like anybody, the commissioner though, you in a. I may need some lashings for this too. I ain't gonna lie. You in a crazy predicament. Like if this does blow up, one because you wasn't the commissioner then. You know what I'm saying? R.P. David Stern. David Stern passed, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So you inherited a prop, a thirty, really forty year old problem, or however old it is. The you know old as hell, goddamn shit. Yeah, forty year old problem. Deep in the league since the eighties. I like that though. I I, I like it because it's exposing people for shit that they thought they got away with. Like, niggas thought they got away with this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He thought, oh, nigga, shit's smooth. But I mean, uh, then again, though, Bomani Jones made a good point. Like, nigga, Carmelo ain't on Twitter. Don't make a fuck. Like, <laughs> he ain't seen yeah, on the shit country somewhere. And, that, and that's kind of what I was talking about the other day when I was saying that, like, I don't really feel like the cancel culture should be real in a lot of ways because it only impacts you as much as you want it to impact you. Like, if you don't give a fuck that people don't fuck with you, then, like, what is it doing? We ain't taking no money out this nigga pocket. We ain't, we ain't taking no points back. You know what I'm saying? He's still going to be number three until somebody pass him. Like, what, what are we really doing? This nigga chilling. Nothing. Like, we ain't doing a motherfucking thing. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's why I'm just like, you know, it don't. What do you do if you, if you Adam Silver, though? 
You do exactly what you do. You shake that nigga hand. I, uh, I mean, because uh, you, because you don't. The thing about it is, and and this is the thing that people don't understand about being in a position of authority, right? It's like this. People want Adam Silver to do what they want him to do, but they don't realize that he's not the commissioner of you. He's the commissioner of the NBA, which means that he really answers to all of the owners. He doesn't really have a position where he has an opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like he has an opinion and like he's supposed to, it's literally like being the president, bro. Like niggas want Joe Biden to just say and do everything. People want Joe Biden to be like, fuck everyone who ever been a Republican. But like, he actually, they president though. Yeah. Like he can't like, he it, even if he don't agree, and it's the same thing with you like Adam Silver, like I can be like fuck Carl Malone at my crib, but when yeah. I step out here as commissioner, I'm actually not Adam Silver. I'm the NBA commissioner. And I come out here and say some wild shit, I just won't be the commissioner no more. Yeah. So, like even then, like he, I don't know, a certain shit though. I'm like, brother, you sacrificing your, your soul to a degree for the dollar. I mean, you sacrificing your soul as soon as you sign up, though. Hey, I mean, I, I, job I can't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, what it I'll, is, because you know what the job is. Yeah. You know what the job is at the end of the day. When you sign up for something like that, you know, like, man. But He wouldn't be hurt, though, if he if tomorrow he wasn't the NBA commissioner. I think it's still good, money-wise. I mean, sure. now. Once you get yeah. there, I mean, yeah. and then it's like, do you want to like go back? Like, if you want to get there so that you can make that money, sit back, save it, and then go back to being a regular nigga. Mm. But like, that's a tough ask. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I look at it different too because that—that's that's my whole plan with comedy. I'm trying to hit a Hollywood lick real quick and then post yeah. up, nigga. I'm gonna be, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? So I got yeah, I guess it's true. I, I I come from a different perspective on it. Yeah, who knows, nigga? Nigga, speaking of pregnancy, nigga, the brat is pregnant. When was we speaking of pregnancy, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Carl Malone getting a twelve-year-old pregnant. Oh, okay, got you. I was like, that nigga said, "When was we speaking of pregnancy?" <laughs> <laughs> bro, that just felt like it was out of left field. I was like, all right, uh, yeah, bro, yeah. I rock rough and no, nah, that's a uh, lady of rage. So, so, so. Shout out to Brad. I, uh, <laughs> I know I'm not shit, bro, because when I first saw this, my homegirl sent me a text message and she's like, yo, the Brad is pregnant. Nigga, the same, what I sent her back immediately, I was like, she out here sneak dicking. <laughs> <laughs> Did she ever come out as a stud or she's just been a tomboy this whole time? She like, gay. She married, I think. She, no, I think she's married to a woman, bro. Like, they're together. And they, like, decide, like, bro, I'm just a trash human being. Like, her and her wife, like, you know, like, went and did, like, the fertility thing. That, that, like, oh, got you. lesbians do to, like, have babies all the time. Like, they did a super common thing that my black ass should have defaulted to, like, that's probably what happened. But because I'm trash, I was like, she, I knew she was out here fucking niggas. She <laughs> I should have I should have thought of that. I actually got like now I realize it, bro. I got a bunch of lesbian friends. I don't know if it's Omaha, I don't know if it's the military, but for whatever reason, like I I got a bunch of lesbian friends right now. And we was talking about because one of my homegirls, my barber actually, she she I mean she she a nigga, like like I'd be forgetting, you know what I'm saying? Like 
<laughs> she was talking about carrying the baby one day. I'm like, my nigga, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta chill, bro. Like that gay shit, my nigga. Like, you gotta, you gotta chill. <laughs> you gotta chill out. Uh, nah, that shit beautiful though. I like it. I like it. Oh god, me too, bro. And I was tripping. I was like, I just thought that shit was funny as fuck because I'm just like, I went to my I dumb got ass, bro. Friends. I went to the same point you did. I was like, oh, who's she fucking? Like, you know what I'm saying, like, bro. Bro, we come from we come from a community where we don't be doing shit right, bro. We ain't right, bro. We got <laughs> Oh man. Hugs and therapy. That's another thing niggas need. Hugs and <laughs> therapy. Niggas ain't right. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Niggas need hugs and therapy, bro. Straight up, nigga. I might have to call this motherfucker that hoe. Like <laughs> now nah, I'm calling this episode the purple people eater. You gonna you gonna understand once you hear Takis's real nigga story time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, I'm a, we gonna, I'm a, I'm gonna take a, a, a quick little break, you know what I'm saying? So I can get this little ad money. Cause you know, I got to get my pennies cause it all adds up. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> don't make dollars. Don't make sense. Get your money black mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. That's how that works. That's how that works. X. You know what I'm saying? I sit there quietly for a few minutes. I take a moment to reflect. Yeah. So I can find this in the little sound wave. I'll break it up, stick an ad in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I felt like uh when you be watching the news and niggas be like, back to you, Tom. And I think Tom be sitting there. <laughs> All right, back. Uh so what happened uh, was <laughs> literally, bro, that's exactly the vibes that shit had. But yeah, everything been all fun and shit like that or whatever, but you know. Now we gotta you know why why the episode been fun so far? Because I haven't read anything that was actual news. We just been talking about shit that we seen. Because when you when you read anything that actually happened, the fun goes away pretty much immediately. Um all right, so this is the shit I was kind of trying I was telling you about a little bit. Uh so this black couple moves to Colorado, buys a farm. Starts getting harassed by the people outside, uh, by the people around, and uh, by the white people around. And then, like, the sheriff is in on it. and some old shit. Like, it's wild. I'm going to just read the story because it's it's a lot. Uh, Black farmers' arrest brings light to racial harassment from neighbors. Uh, following their arrest in Colorado, Black farmers Courtney and Nicole Mowry have sparked conversations concerning the alleged mistreatment and harassment of Black farmers across the country from white neighbors. According to recent social media posts, Black Twitter released several statements regarding the incident. And <laughs> first of all, why does this article have Black Twitter capitalized like it's a, a news organization? Because Black people on the internet, Black Twitter specifically, like runs the world, if you really think about it. Like we got the power to move some shit. I agree. I agree. Uh According to recent social media posts, Black Twitter released several statements regarding the incident in a collective effort to bring uh, light to the situation. Uh, one of the posts, uh, Black family, farmers in Colorado, I've been terrorized by, by the white majority and the media is ignoring the stories. It's not the first time in 100 years ago they were doing it. Run them out of town so they can take the land. Uh this is just like more posts or whatever. The issue is nothing new to society as recent as a recent study published in the American Economic Association's Papers and Proceedings Journal showed that black farmers in the United States lost around $326 billion of land in the 20th century. 
which contributed to the wealth gap in the U.S. The loss was a result of discriminatory USDA lending policies and other factors. Those those other factors are like white terrorism. Like just to to be clear, I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if they're gonna like clear that little and other factors <laughs> up in this particular article, but um, yeah, yeah. the and they, other they, factors they, is white. Go yeah, ahead. They put the KKK in uh, the miscellaneous box, like etc. <laughs> asterisks. They put asterisks on the internet. You go down. This is like Ku Klux Klan, burning crosses, fine print. Yeah, fine print. Mobilizing police departments against black families and households. Like this is fine print. Uh, burning across uh misdemeanor. 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 Nigga, pu- public event. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a civil infraction bro like it, we encourage that actually oh god bro no you give the you give the black family a a, a ticket for for uh fucking improper dis- uh burning a trash or whatever the fuck, however the fuck you say it improper waste disposal that's what i was trying to say oh, <laughs> get them niggas uh, in charge too you allowed to have land your is front a, point? A, a, What'd you say? Like hit, hit the black family with the the uh the arson charge too. You was burning? Then you let them burn this shit on your front porch? You the owner? Yeah, that's what they that's what they hit them with. Who's who's the owner of this property? <laughs> you let this happen is what you're saying. Okay, for sure. Wealth and land is one way in this country that you're able to grow opportunity for your family, says Dr. Francis. Uh, lead author of the study. The study found that black farmers owned over 16 million acres of land in 1910 decreasing to 4.7 million acres by 2017. The Black Farmer Fund testified last year in New York State hearings uh, stating that Black New York farmers saw a total net cash farm income of negative $906 compared to uh, $42,875 of that white counterparts. So that's a current figure. Like they're saying that right now, if you're a Black man who owns a farm, you actually losing about $1,000 a year. $906 $906 a year. If you're a white farmer in the same state, on average, you making $42,875,000. That's not, that's, that's steps. To, and them, them's the stats. That's not somebody's conjecture. That's not something that these people put together. They don't feel like this happened. And, and this is super important to me. The fact that as a black farmer in New York, you gonna make you're going to lose $1,000, whereas a white farmer is going to make $42,000. That's that's white privilege. That's structural racism. That's institutional racism, right? That's why it's it's not the same when you go somewhere and you're like, they treated me bad because I'm white. Like it's it's actually you're actually talking about two completely different things. You're talking about a personal anecdote, like something that happened to you at this at this one moment. And we're talking about a system and structure that still has massive implications today. You know uh why I feel like that is from my perspective. Um I feel like it's one, I appreciate you like actually finding like concrete examples because I feel like a lot of times when we go wrong is we be like it's structural racism 
and it'd be like you look around and be like, eh, everybody chilling. You know what I'm saying? Except, but you don't you don't hear those stories. And um, I think a, a lot of people I ideas or the idea in a lot of people's head, especially like non-black people, is that <clears throat> racism is just we don't like black people. Black people get on our nerves. We don't want to be around black people. That's not what we mad about, for real. Like, because honestly, bro, I could walk down the street. I don't give a fuck who like me, because I, I don't know you type shit. It's, you I don't, don't fucking give a fuck. care about that. It's that shit, the, the $43,000 difference. You know what I'm saying? The, a year that people are making. That's what we're talking about. It's way deeper than, oh, he's black, so he could probably dance. Let me, you know, turn on this rap song, and you know what I'm saying? And see if he can hit the Dougie or whatever. It's deeper than that, bro. It's deeper than that, bro. And and to even to, to add another layer to it, I understand the I understand why there's white people who can't put two and two together as to like how they exist in a realm of privilege because forty two thousand dollars a year in New York State is poverty. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. those white farmers have seen their their the amount of money that they were making drop so much so fast. <laughs> that now they're not really able to make ends meet in the way that they want to. It is hard to look at a motherfucker and be like, you have privilege and they're like, I'm hungry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, that's why not to make this a conversation about something completely different, but that's why the way we teach this stuff in schools is important. And that's why when people are so anti-CRT and anti-speaking about race in school and blah, blah, blah. And this is going to make white kids feel guilty and blah, blah, blah. It would probably make them feel less guilty if you gave them a comprehensive education that made them understand that the fact that your family is living in poverty does not exempt you from like a level of privilege because it's set up where everyone is losing in such a way that you can... You don't have to be winning to be privileged. Give me my like lashing, bro. Huh? Give me, give me my lashing. Oh. <laughs> because I got to play devil's advocate now. How 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 do I see outside my bubble and look at the big picture when I'm starving, when I'm hungry? I feel you. Uh, you're 110% right. Uh, it is difficult to feel for somebody else's pain when you're starving. Um. And then you got somebody telling you that you're privileged too. So you know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, what are you what are you saying? Like I I get it, Dr. Umar. You're gonna have to mm-hmm. lash the boy. Not three thousand, no, that's extra, bro. I I take that's... that. <laughs> <laughs> three thousand OG. You can be four. I drive bro, bro, listen, my nigga. It's just it's no, you you was just right though. Straight up, but you was this there's really no other way to put that. You just right. It's it it. It goes to the layers, but to say I understand isn't to say, and I think that's where people misunderstand us in, in, in a point. To say I understand why them people feel that way is not to say that they're right. They're still wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, it's they still not understanding the full thing of it, but, you know, I just get it. Um, back to the Mallory's. We didn't, we didn't got, we didn't got sidetracked a little bit because, because I didn't even actually, oh, this, oh, this article actually don't tell us enough because the I I wanna I gotta get a one that's a little bit more more in depth. Okay, 
So they moved from Houston. Uh, the Black Ranchers escaped Hurricane Ravage Houston on a quest to farm in a quiet place in rural El Paso County. They named the plot uh, Freedom Acres Ranch. Uh, things quickly devolved. The Mallory's white neighbors, the couple alleges, are terrorizing them at their home, threatening them with guns, running them off the road, poisoning their livestock. None of this was in the other article, bro. And the the shit, That's the way the that they report on our stuff is the, the miscellaneous and other factors. These are when I told you the other fact. These are the other factors, bro. Dot dot dot. Ain't, ain't that wild how they do us, bro? Mm. Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy how much information that's out there and free is just not promoted. Or you know what I'm saying? Like they know they ain't they ain't got us talk because they know <clears throat> they know if they keep us distracted with uh ASAP Rocky and uh Jonathan Majors, niggas ain't gonna see that. And niggas ain't gonna look it up. And they don't teach you how to, they don't teach you how to research, they don't teach you how to learn, they don't teach you how to do any of that. So motherfuckers like really don't even have no ways to get to this information. Like the chances of you getting this information is slim to none if that's the way that you anyway. And that's that's why I can empathize with those white farmers because I I have a a hard time judging somebody from something that I know they don't know. Like I can't, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I know you don't know, because one, you probably like I I met some farm boys in uh, the Air Force that had never met black people before basic training. So you're probably not around a lot of black people. And I guarantee they're not teaching CRT in, in those uh, schools. They don't know. Hell no. They're not teaching. I mean, they don't teach it in none of these schools, but they no. definitely not teaching it to them niggas, bro. It ain't no way in hell. Because, yeah. um, like, I think it's all about growth, man, because it's stuff that I know now, so I move better because I know better that I didn't know last year. So it's hard for me to be like, ah, you a piece of shit, even though they are. You know what I'm saying? Not, yeah, not those those farmers that are harassing, but not the ones that are just like don't understand what white white privilege is. Exactly. You ain't read, you, you ain't, you ain't read about it. You know, I ain't gonna judge you. You should read about so, it. You should read about it, even though the book's banned. But look, okay. So the local sheriff's office, uh, they say, is complicit in the harassment and ignores they pleas for help. The Mallory story went viral in, uh, in recent weeks, prompting a deluge of supporters demanding justice. <clears throat> Donors poured 200000 in contributions to an online fundraiser. Black leaders in Colorado assembled behind the ranchers calling their treatment an abhorrent violation of their constitutional rights, a replica of centuries of mistreatment of Black people in this country. Courtney Mallory at a rally in Colorado State Capitol on Friday said, I just want the farm in peace. Nicole Mallory said, it's a modern day KKK assault on my family. A review of court filings and interview, uh, though, paints a more complicated picture of the situation in a small community 40 minutes east of Colorado Springs. It's in part a dispute among neighbors with dozens of allegations of misconduct on both sides and a deep mistrust over each other's intentions. Neighbors say the Mallory's actions have been, catal- have been the catalyzing force behind the tension, while the couple says they're being targeted due to their race. <laughs> this you know is how it goes. You know, you know so, what? hey, listen. I'm watching Family Feud right now. Z- uh, ex- yeah. Far as I'm concerned, I'm watching Family Feud. When I watch Family Feud, it's a white family. It's a black family. You know where I'm going, bro. <laughs> it ain't no, it ain't no guessing who I'm going for when I'm watching Family Feud. I'm going for the niggas who look like me. That's who I'm going for. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? If you white and you're not racist, you better be going for the black people too. I'm just- <laughs> <laughs> Anybody rooting for the white man is a racist. <laughs> and they- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He done read that Malcolm X book about four or five times. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nigga, I gotta put my glass. Hold on, I gotta clean my glasses off. You know what I'm saying? Um. Okay. Law enforcement has seemingly become fed up after responding to 170 calls to the area in a two-year span. Deputies repeatedly noted the Mallory's erratic behavior and unreliable testimony. According to the records this week, even encouraging neighbors to move for their own peace of mind. Uh, El Paso County Sheriff Joseph Roybal vigorously defended his office's treatment of the couple in the news conference this week. He even announced he was reopening two cases involving the Mallory's where we could have done more. Uh, the Denver Post made multiple requests to interview the Mallory's, but was only able to speak with them briefly at Friday's rallies. Dogs being poisoned, animals being gutted, and our lives being threatened. People are sent to our home under threat of lynching, hanging, pitchforks, fire. Uh, literally on some KKK shit. Nicole Mallory. This is all, this is all Jesse Smollett's fault. I'm serious. He the reason, can't he the get just... that, he the reason that nobody believes us now when some shit is really going on is Jesse Smollett. You saying Juicy Smoothie is the reason why? <laughs> is the reason why? He's a contributing factor. Yes, bro. I, I, I will stand on this hill, bro. He he is the 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 Negro that cried racism and fucked it up for everybody. I'm gonna keep it a bill with you. You got to work that into a joke. <laughs> He fucked it up. You gotta work that into a joke. Then be like, and why are we standing here today? Just None other than Jesse Smollett. Juicy, <laughs> justice for Juicy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> juicy done it again, bro. Yeah, man. Uh it's crazy to read this story because yeah, it's dog, it's it's a lot. Um, I'm not gonna read that part because it's just like the dream of of what they wanted the ranch to be. Um, but this just says everything seemed to start with the dispute over an easement. Uh, Freedom Makers Ranch, located in a small town of Yoder, abuts a property owned by Teresa Clark, a 43 year old white woman who lives with her elderly mother. Clark told the Post she was friends with the Mallory's when they first moved onto their ranch, helping them build a chicken coop and selling them cattle. Then one day her horse was eating grass on the property line, something Clark says she'd been doing for 35 years and a dynamic change. Nicole Mallory, she said, chewed her out saying that it was her property. She thinks she owns the country roads, Clark says. She thinks she owns everything around the property. The Mallory's filed for a temporary protection order in December 21, alleging Clark was chasing her in her vehicle, stalking and trespassing on her property and pointing guns at their family. Clark in turn alleged in January 2022, a complaint that the Mallory's were stalking her and making her a quote-unquote hostage in her own house. Over the next year, both parties have gone to court repeatedly to seek restraining, order, restraining orders against one another for everything from intimidating acts to harming animals. The Mallory's have also sought protection orders against other neighbors, and those individuals have filed their own complaints, court records show. Everything they, everything they say we're doing is something they've done to everybody else, Clark said. I feel like I should be on the show, Fear Thy Neighbor. This is insane. Yeah. That's what the white yeah. lady said. Nicole Mallory and her restraining order complaint says Clark and her mother have told white community members to follow, stalk, and harass her family because they're black. Clark was arrested in September for allegedly violating a protective order by walking onto the Mallory's property and taking a picture of one of their cameras. That case is set for trial in April. 
the Mallory's recent arrest stemmed from a video of a stalking log produced by Clark, which allegedly showed the Mallory's driving by her properly repeatedly, even though it's a dead end easement. The ranchers also allegedly placed cameras directly uh, from across from Clark's property. The window of her truck was busted out with the tire racks leading to Freedom Acres Ranch, the document says. I find it highly unusual the Mallory's feel the need to put themselves in such Clark's proximity to Mrs. Clark for no foreseeable reason. Uh, bruh. Bring this shit messy. Back. Huh? I said bring segregation back. Bring segregation back, bro. Them niggas can't get along, bro. Bruh. Nigga said it's hopeless, bruh. <laughs> it's hopeless, bruh. Just bring it back, bro. It's Niggas can't even farm together, bro. That's crazy. Niggas can't farm together, my nigga. You can't farm with a nigga? How, how much? How Okay, if, if this is a 100%, 100%, like, either way, how much? Because I feel like it's probably like 90, 95% on the cart. But I know, I feel like <coughs> Mallory probably did something. It's probably not nothing. It was probably retaliatory. Like, they probably didn't start it. But I think that's going to get lost because it's not the one who who got hit that hits back. It sounds that, to you know me. God damn. You're almost dying over here. <laughs> the it sounds to me like what happened was it started off on one on one. It was a it was a Mallory Clark feud over where that horse was eating grass. And they said no fair ones. And the Clark said, You niggas are new to town. You don't got no allies out here. I know everybody. And this and and, and because when you think about it, this sounds like the way it played out. The Maoris move in. She come over. Uh, what's her name? Teresa Clark. Mm-hmm. Teresa come over. She bring him a pie. Yeah. Because a white lady gonna bring a pie. The niggas eat the pie. Because niggas gonna eat pie. Right. She left. She was like, you know what? For niggas, they're all right. And they were like, for a white bitch, she okay. This pie fire. Yeah. And that's where they left it. Teresa, off of this point, thinks they friends. And it says that in the article. Teresa thinks that I gave you a pie. I didn't call you a, I didn't call you a nigga. We friends now. We cool. We locked in. <laughs> Teresa Horace is over there eating up the grass and shitting all over the, the Maori's uh, uh, property. Now, granted, the Maori's may have misunderstood where their property is stops and ends and what's public and what's not and i'm only giving this as a possibility because they from houston they some niggas from houston who moved out here and decided to be farmers they not from this life right so that's where the beef starts now i don't know who busted out whose window first or who killed whose chicken first or whatever but like little shit like this the fact that in the article it says that they claim someone burned down their chicken coop and it earlier states that Teresa helped them build that chicken coop, I know Teresa did it. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah. so we was cool before, but now you uppity niggers got this problem 
about my horses. Don't worry about that chicken coop. I help you build build your own chicken coop. Yep. They did some nigga shit, busted out of windows with slash because see that that's how that's how you know it's back and forth because everything does sound race appropriate. The white people are like, they was riding past our house, creeping past our house. Niggas do that. Yeah. They busted out our windows. Niggas do that. The niggas they was like three three out of four times. Niggas do that. Niggas, yeah, niggas, niggas do that. The white people was like, or the niggas was like, them white people poisoned our animals. That sounds I seen Dahmer recently. That's devious. Yeah. Yeah. That's calculated. That's not. They burned our chicken coop. We know they like fire. The k k k. They pointed their guns at us. We know white people love guns. You saw it in your TikTok comments. I saw it in my TikTok comments. Niggas was anyway. Not even. <laughs> So, what I'm thinking is, it still counts though. It still this still counts as as white terrorism, and this is why I say that because they took a one on one and they jumped my niggas. Because mm-hmm. now it is they right. It's the whole community trying to transpire to get them to move out because they don't want them there no more over yeah. some beef that they had with Teresa because Teresa couldn't just let that shit live. Or a dry ass. Yeah. And it may not have even been like a, it may just from the outside optics to be just a racial thing, but it's really them two groups don't like each other. And it just happens that there's no more niggas in that city. Well, I think it turned into a racial thing. You think so? Like it was personal beef. Uh And then it was like, because think about it, bro. You out in the country with a bunch of white folks and you start beefing with one of them. You may, it's like the Jason Whitlock thing. You might not have been a fat, no neck motherfucker before. But now, when they first moved in, they might have just been the new neighbors. But after they start beef with Miss Teresa, because you know that's what they call her out there. Yeah, Miss oh, Teresa yeah, yeah. said those niggers that moved in. Yep. I just wanted to interject and say Jason Whitlock has no vertebrae. That nigga is. Uh, <laughs> that nigga is all ligaments, no vertebrae. <laughs> jellyfish body built ass. <laughs> Not jellyfish <laughs> body built a boy. God, have you drawn Jason with like go- today? I did. Did you? Everybody <laughs> got for real, for real. They, they, they do got the neck of a starfish, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think built like uh, when the SpongeBob parents. Nigga, that, <laughs> that nigga hell like- yeah, nigga, because they nigga the mom, nigga, because the boy. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, no, nah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying though about it growing. Cause he, nah, yeah, he yeah. built Cause, like that fish that was hiding the pickles under his tongue, nigga. Oh, I, you talking about flats, the flounder? Yeah, nigga, still no pickles. <laughs> he was hiding he, that nigga Jason Whitlock got him some pickles, uh, uh, some car keys under his tongue. He got OJ gloves. <laughs> that nigga got the Krabby Patty Seagull for him. That nigga got all that shit. I'm telling you. That nigga got a uh, ASAP Rocky's penis because you know, of course, he's on Nigga got Jonathan Major's masculinity underneath that motherfucker. He owned it for instance. Oh, God, bro. So, okay, look, we're gonna talk about the mileage. We're gonna talk about this real life current shit that's going on right now, still remnants of this shit or whatever, my nigga. 
Go ahead and go ahead and get off, bro. This is this on you. This your level. Of, this this your expertise. This your everything. I tried to to show you how difficult it is to find this information. Of I was trying to find like something that was like more detailed to really explain it on the podcast, the article, whatever. The only stuff I could find is basically saying that like everything that my nigga about to say is true, and that like this really exists and it's really a thing, but it's no real press about it at all it's kind of it's not it's not wild at all but it's really fucking wild can i i'm gonna have to explain the whole story then the whole rabbit hole that's really, yeah, yeah. that's really how it started that's really how it started on some rabbit hole shit so basically i've been listening to the universe bro i've been tapped in right <clears throat> so i'm living in omaha uh the motherfucking uh, her birthplace of malcolm x you know what i'm saying something inspired me one day to watch the movie that led to reading the book in the book, like uh, the last chapter is called 1965. He was talking about how he went to Mecca and, you know, he he uh, built bridges like internationally, like relationships with, um, you know, uh, like leaders of different countries in Africa, the Middle East, Europe, this, that, and the third. And he was saying that the biggest problem with, uh, well, one of the biggest problems with uh, the, the uh, American Negro is that we look at it as a civil rights like insulated american um like situation and uh it's really like a, a human rights situation not civil rights we we have been denied human rights for 400 years uh, to the point where literally like uh I, chris rock was just uh on the podcast talking about this like you want to talk about violations of human rights he said his mom couldn't go to a dentist to get her teeth pulled out she had to go to a vet that's literally them telling us you're not good that's enough. That's crazy, to go. bro. You know what I'm saying? And that that's she's probably still alive. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, so you know, that got that got me curious, you know what I'm saying? And then I watched the movie, or no, I read the book. He was he was like, um, before he died, he was saying that he was uh, you know, advocating uh bringing charges to to the United Nations um against the you know, the United States for reparations due to the like <clears throat> Um, you know, the 400 years, the, the mistreatment, the, the disenfranchisement of black people, the, the, you know, the terrorist acts that we were just talking about, things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He died. And I think the idea died with him because I haven't heard anybody speak of it since. So I'm like, okay, I'm curious, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me go to the UN website. And first I looked at all of the, uh, the cases, the UN case, it's a bunch. Niggas been getting paid for reparations since like 1947. Like it's like, it's like cases from like each year you know what i'm saying like so it's not unprecedented like by any means um yeah um so i went i was like okay what what needs to be done to bring uh a case to the, to the united nations just a, a quick little side note Are you, yeah let me know if i'm no. missing something or i need to fill in no you're not you didn't you're not missing anything i just want to like point out because i feel like it matters that you didn't go to youtube you went to the UN website, like you went directly to the United Nations website, looked through all of the cases that they have. Like when niggas be saying, like, oh, I have done my research. That's what research looks like. Like, that's what my research looks like. Like, that's what it looks like when you like actually are curious about something. And you like, man, I wonder how it really works. You don't go look for a video of a nigga explaining it to you. Yeah. You go find the answers yourself. Anyway, continue, my brother. They're going to lie to you. They're going to manipulate. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, yeah, Do it, do it for exactly. yourself. Critical think, bro. Critically think about Critical what you, think, you know what bro. 
but I, I looked at okay, so like what's the what's the what's the requirements for bringing a case to the uh, United Nations? Because like uh, basically, there's precedents for like terrorist terrorism. I think I don't know. I have to go look back at some more of them. But like we we pretty much experienced like damn near everything in America that is worthy of reparations, right? So I was like, okay, how do you bring up a case to the United Nations, right? <clears throat> and it said that you have to exhaust all like local or national means before you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like any other court system. Like you have to go through every level. You have to try everything. Yeah. So then I, I started doing my history, like black history. Okay. What have we tried that? You know what I'm saying? And it seems like, like since really, really during slavery, we, we rebelled after slavery. We, we built black enclaves that got burned down. You know what I'm saying? We, we tried to industrialize. Yeah. We tried to move. Like we, we didn't did them everything we could really, really, we didn't done all the asking that we should do. So I was like, um, so now where's I, you in? Uh, oh, yeah. how do you, how do you, uh, how do you bring it up? Got to exhaust all measures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started looking at the cases. Obviously there's none, like there's no precedent for this. Um, the only person who has like, uh, attempted to do something like this, like actually like, written it down was WB the boys in like the forties and they snuffed that like immediately. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's the Negro problem. Cause it, you know, it's propped up by the United States, the UN, but how does it yeah. look like if, you know, they're like in your own country, you know what I'm saying? So, so basically it's, it's a whole bunch of hypocrisy going on. So I was like, okay, um, is there at least somewhere to discuss this? You know what I'm saying? Like, is there a forum for it or anything like that? And there, there was one. So I looked at the first one. The first forum for uh, people of African descent. It's the permanent forum for people of African descent within Geneva last year. <clears throat> Two hundred eighty people watched the video of it. You ain't heard nobody say nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's wild when you think about it like that because that's a a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. Like of all the people in the world of African descent who have faced some kind of discrimination, oppression, nigga, fucking war crimes, mistreatments, colonizations, genocides, all this shit. Eight, 286 people. Mm-hmm. Watched and I watched it twice because it was 285. <laughs> I clicked on that one twice. I might watch it again. Two eighty seven. I'm gonna get this three hundred by the end of the night. I swear to God. Nigga, <laughs> I ran them views up. No cap, bro. That shit wild though, bro. Get it? But that is it's like talking about this is kind of crazy to me, bro. Because th- to me, this is the pocket that them conspiracy niggas really want to be in. Because it's like it is wild that this information is so difficult to get. It was hard for me to get the information. It shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. I know niggas think I'm lying. Niggas swear out, swear up and down I'm lying, bro. Like, and except for the, like, like when I when I because I started the petition that I, I'll get to that later. But um, when I was sending it to people, I mean, maybe because my Instagram has got hacked before and somebody's trying to scam people, so that that makes sense. But like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Niggas swear I'm lying, bro. I promise to God. <laughs> I can I also can also my nigga. I, I wanted to bring this up to you, my nigga. Yeah. It's when you sent me the message, you had talked to me already about it. So I already knew you know, saying what was going down. But yeah. I was really thinking, like, 
one of the scammiest ways you can start a message is this really isn't a scam. This is true. True. I got <laughs> my nigga, y'all. The first line of this message is, "Hey, this isn't a scam. It's really X." Listen, my mama texted me like, "What? Who the fuck got your Instagram?" That's my what mama. the scammers say, bro. Yeah. That's what yeah, the scammers say. I knew it really was you. The right way. Now you got to double back and be like, okay, look, you got to say it like also like could never be a bot type of way. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be like, all right, I know it was kind of sketchy for me to lead off with this isn't a scam, but I yeah. just know how. <laughs> yeah, because I really did like somebody really was like on some like forex shit last year, like when my Instagram got hit. That's why I went away from social media for so long. Somebody hacked all my shit and I was like, fucking, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Still asking, so, it is still asking you if you can get them in a forex, bro. Bro, that's how do I get to this next level, bro? I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I am in debt, bro. I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it said, I have no fucking idea. But anyway, so. Um, uh, UN, UN. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first, um, and then he also said, uh, Malcolm X reading the book, he was like, uh, like he made an effort towards the end of his life to, um, like towards Pan-Africanism, towards, you know, uniting. Cause that's I, I he he made a good point. I feel like that's one of the uh, the biggest drawbacks for us is because we feel so separated from you know our people over yeah. you know what I'm saying across the Atlantic, and we have been we separated by distance and time. So you know what I'm saying like it, but uniting with them, having their like like just like in the UN having having that Pan Africanism, that Black solidarity, and on the biggest stage is like very important. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, Anyway, that led into like uh, me looking to see if there was forums like this, you know what I'm saying, that we could possibly attend. Because you remember when we were talking about it yesterday, I was like, uh, damn, Geneva, you know what I'm saying, this, that, and the third, boom, boom, boom. Found out that they're doing another one this year, May, the end of May, early June, I think it's May 30th through June 2nd in New York City <clears throat> about the, it's a, basically representatives from a bunch of countries, a bunch of uh black countries i guess uh, that may be the word um but just basically representatives of people around the globe of african descent discussing uh reparations and what needs to be done to help black people globally happening in america and nobody knew about it may 30th to june 2nd and nobody knew about it i didn't know i didn't know shit about it until you told me like i didn't know nobody in new york knew about it Nobody in New York knew, nobody, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody on TikTok is talking about like, or just anything, like we we talking about all this. And I, I get it, entertainment, you know what I'm saying, does have a purpose, like we need it, we need levity in life, but we talking about all this just bullshit right now. When arguably mm-hmm. the, the most important, like this could be the most important meeting as far as like the trajectory of black people in, in, Bro, the, in the long time. Even just, for i think even just for black people to to show on a level of and i do think that like what you were saying about like the pan-africanist view of this like i do think that it would be more resounding for it not to just be the black descendants of slaves but for it to be like the full diaspora standing saying like to this segment of black people you owe something yeah yeah i'm saying like and and we here to at least get 
Yeah, we here to, to to advocate for that in some real way. I, I don't yeah. think that that's. Uh... I, I think this could be a domino effect. Like if we do make some noise, then that that maybe that'll make Haiti be like, oh, okay, France owes us a trillion dollars. That's why we impoverished over here. You know what I'm saying? And maybe this is how we want to go taxes. about it. Yeah, yeah. Because that's said, the thing, bro. Like, out? and bro, like that's the thing is like the information on the how. It's the how, bro. Like. And we, we we talk about the information thing. That's a, that's another part of it. Like you got niggas in Haiti who are burned down the whole island trying to make shit right, mm. and don't even realize that, bro. Like really, what we need to do is we need to make France do it. Yeah, you know we're not going. I think. And I, I get it. I get the the ones be like more demonstrative, the marches, the, the violent acts. I get where that comes from. But we are not going to outgun the United States. We are not going to outmuscle the United States. Sure. We can out-internet these niggas, though. We Straight like that. <laughs> Straight like now. that, bro. Come on now. We can, get, we can get a dress trending. We can get uh, uh, YSL trending nationally for somebody snitching, like, you know what I'm saying? You don't think we could we can we can make some shit shake if we can make anything trend, bro. And if these white folks find out we're trying to do it, they're gonna push against it and the algorithm love love outrage. This is a very dangerous I was telling you offline, this is a very dangerous idea though. This type of idea that people get. That's why I gotta be faceless. It can't it can't be a one person pushing it type thing. It gotta be all of us united. Yeah, no, it's Xavier Jones. I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, <laughs> This is, the, but like, I, I, I don't think I, like it's, I, I laugh about it when I talk about it, but I, I think there is some precedent for it. Like, this is the type of thing that would get, because you got to think about yeah, how, like, no, how that, hard that, it is not, to not, find I think there, there is precedent for that, for sure. Mm. Yeah, what were you saying? Oh, my bad. No, I was just saying, like, uh, like, yeah, 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 like, it, it, it's, it's, it's a precedent for this. Like, like just they, based they on murdered. how hard it was to find the information, like you were saying. They murdered Fred Hampton. They murdered hell. hell. They murdered MLK, nigga. They mm-hmm. and do I think that we living in an era that's as bad as that era? Like, no, but it ain't. It wasn't. They didn't like the government didn't kill Martin Luther King a hundred and fifty years ago. Like that shit was sixty years ago. They got videos of him speaking with color. With color, bro. Like, like you know what the. Yeah, you know that nigga look like Meek Mill, bro. Like it's not, it's ain't, it's ain't ancient history, bro. Dreams and nightmares. I have a dream and nightmares. It's crazy, nigga. <laughs> Last night I was dreaming. <laughs> oh, oh shit. He, um, I'm glad you brought him up too, because he he uh he brought up a point when he was talking about uh the progress they had made as far as integration goes, and he was like the Martin Luther King. He said uh the the big problem that he faced like before he died was that the the progress that they made was free, and now we dealing with issues that are gonna like cost the United States billions of dollars. So like they was all on board when it was like free, like you know let's stop. Uh, you know, harassing black people. Let's let them eat at the same lunch counter. That's free. You probably making a profit off that. Yeah, yeah. But when you saying like, okay, now we gotta we gotta break these people off, some change and some land and you know whatever whatever. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. 
asking for a whole other thing there. But yeah, I'm gonna put the link to that petition in this episode in the show notes. Go sign that motherfucker, man. It's it's you know collaborative too. It's what it is. A lot of people be coming with with uh uh a lot of people come to the table with nothing but the the problems. I'm coming with solutions and it's collaborative. It's not just me. These are just the me brainstorming of ideas that should be heard. But I won't. I, I, the the goal is for it, it to touch every black person as much as we can. I know you done your research on it though, because I know that I've I've seen the research that you got that number from. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like the it's like, what was like one hundred and sixty thousand dollars over five years for each black household, it's yeah. like eight hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Like mm-hmm. for yeah, I saw that. That's that's good. That's solid ass research, bro. That's like they did that number just based on the average difference in the wealth gap. Um, also, we're gonna put a, a link in the show notes for a GoFundMe because we're gonna get this man a tripod. <laughs> we're gonna. I was getting killed, niggas killing me talking about oh Dre Rich, he buying everybody AirPods. He talking about niggas broke because they got AirPods. He got it, nigga. That's yo. I seen keys on uh uh was Twitter talking about that shit. Yo, look and don't don't got it, nigga. That's what that's. What... That's what but, I know. Like, I'm, I'm not an economist, though. I definitely like, I, and that's the thing. Like, there are black economists, so that's why I'm putting the idea out there because I want a black economist to come through and be like, actually, it would be better for us if we ask for this or do it this way. You know, I want I want black uh-huh. educators to be like, like I just said, uh, we have the right to choose our own curriculum. I don't know what that curriculum should be, but I want to put the idea out there so black educators are like, okay, let's talk about this. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Or fucking like, what else? prison reform i i've never been i ain't been arrested i don't don't know what it's like but i know it's an issue somebody knows better than me let's talk about it black people we're gonna be in dj academics comments we're gonna be in lebron comment section we're gonna be in cardi b comment section we're gonna be in beyonce we're gonna we're gonna spend uh, your your whole month's check going to the beyonce concert no disrespect to the queen or the beehive you know what i'm saying but i'm not asking you do not want them coming for you bro i'm not asking for a dollar I don't want nothing. The homie sent me three dollars. I swear to God, sent me three dollars for the campaign yesterday. I sent it back. Niggas not gonna be like he doing this for money. No, bro. It's I'm doing it for money, but for money for everybody, bro. Like, yeah, my nigga said, like, yeah, but not for my money. Like, yeah. Because I mean, like, and, and that's the thing. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you're doing it too. Because I want somebody to fact check me. Like, if I'm wrong, bro, please let me know. Please. Like I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke because that's what it sounds like, and I'm gonna have to. I know what I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to make a funny TikTok talking about this shit because niggas will watch that's what that. You don't have to do. Niggas will watch that shit. Straight up, but we're just, hey, you gonna we gonna make you we, we gonna make several TikToks, several things about that shit or whatever, my nigga. Like, don't even worry about it, bro. But yeah, we, I, uh, we could we could move some shit. We could move some shit if we got if we the United Black people on the internet and then Black people globally. You know, we can move some shit. We can move some shit, oh. but not just us, but for black people globally. Straight up, my nigga. I'm uh this gonna be where the next where the next little break is because we need our coins. We're gonna come back. I gotta I gotta I got something that's gonna be a nice nice change of pace. But you said Florida already knew it was some crazy shit. Yep, I'm just trying to make sure I find one that got the TikTok videos associated with. I need to be able to take you to the TikTok videos that the nigga actually made. This teacher got fired oh. over TikTok, bro. What'd he do? Yeah, I'm about to show you. 
I ain't even gonna read you. The, if I can find it, I'm, I'm trying to find the, the TikTok, so I ain't gotta read you the article. No, I know uh, you said Florida, bro. I know it's wild. Huh. Oh, I love it. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Oh, I know exactly how I'm gonna be able to find this. All just getting cut out anyway, so you could. You need to take maybe a second this, to do something. Maybe Go it ahead. wasn't hard information to find because you be having trouble finding your, your information all the time. <laughs> maybe, hey, listen, let me tell you what you can do is kill yourself. <laughs> maybe an article wasn't hard racism. to find. Get your, get your black ass off my motherfucking <laughs> podcast, bro. I'm starting to think it wasn't racism, bro. I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think. Huh? It's your laptop, yeah, man. Yeah, your your keys sticking together. Ugly ass nigga. Hey, when that's on God, bro. All right. This going to be where we actually start the shit. Hold on. How did I end up? What? Where might Mike go? I do need me a, a mic stand, though. I can't eat. All right. Where my camera go? Shout out Malcolm X too. Now that we're talking about it, his uh, uh, it's like the the, the 60th anniversary when he passed, 59th or something the other day. That shit crazy, bro. That niggas died so young that they would still not be like old men today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit crazy. Brad Hampton, yeah. like, right. 21, he got killed. Crazy. We back in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Check the, our, check, check the headline, my nigga. Florida teacher placed on administrative leave after white students act as servants to the black students. You know what? You know what, bro? I like the stance he took. I like it. I fuck with it. Just, just from what I heard, I fuck with it. I... Listen, listen. I, you, 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 you laughing now? When you actually watch the videos, bro, you gonna be like, yo. My man's is all right. Look, <laughs> let according him cook. To, according to WESH2, Ethan Hooper, a sixth rate language arts teacher at Howard Middle School, decided to mock Florida's book ban. One video shows Hooper confiscating a Harry Potter book and other books, such as Crossover, Class Act, and The Hate You Give. Hooper goes a step further after confiscating dictionaries for the students. He has them repeat that reading is bad. Another video shows Hooper's white students acting as servants to his black students. However, none of this sat well with the school officials. No, I like it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get this video cracking. I'm about to run up on these kids and start banning these books right away. Hey, 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 Harry Potter, you read Oh, it's crap. Gotta go. Gotta go. Hey, 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 black, oh, black boy, no, absolutely not. What you reading? The hate you give? I'm going to give you something. That, this book's gone. Say goodbye. What you reading? What you reading? You have wonder. I wonder how you feel once this book is gone. Say goodbye. What you reading? What in the, what in the, gotta go. Gotta go, class man. What is this classic? I'll show you a classic. This book, say goodbye. Say goodbye. You, hey. What you reading? Holes? 
Digging up, up holes. I'm going to dig up a hole and bury this book in it. POV. A Florida class. Hey, what are you reading? You know, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. You cannot be reading. Look at what I'm reading in here. Look at this. Look at this. Absolutely not. No, I made a mistake. The dictionary is a no. Give me the book. Give me the book. Your diction will be lesser now. You will not know these words. These words are more atrocious. I shall not read books. I shall not read books. Books are bad. Books are bad. If I read, it's approved by the feds. If I read, it's approved by the feds. No, you didn't. Yeah. What? 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 And then hold up, there's the, there's the actual <laughs> kids bowing. POV, a Florida classroom. Oh, come, come on now. There we go. That is Chappelle show level. <laughs> Comedy right there, bro. I can see Clayton Big bro popping out like literally. Man. Could you hear that the whole time through? Yeah, yeah, I heard it. He... Okay, sometimes the audio be acting kind of fucked up. I be having to check these niggas on StreamYard because I pay fifty dollars for HD, bitch. You having my audio cracking up when I try and export my little clips and shit. Uh, no, I heard it at the beginning of it. When you first started playing, it was kind of choppy. But around the time he started being like, uh, what's this, witchcraft or whatever, I, it, it started coming in quick. All right, bet. Say less, say less, say less. Stream yard, I'm on your ass. But <laughs> I, th- that shit, wow, they, they suspended my nigga. My nigga, he probably going to th- get fired, bro. Yeah. But, like, this it's that uh that one meme of Hannibal Burris is like, why y'all booing me? I'm right. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I like. Bro, why y'all booing me? I'm right, bro. Cause my nigga was dead. That book ban and shit, that shit crazy. And to be a teacher like that, bro, like it it gotta suck to be a part of a career where you feel like on one hand you got these kids and you got a responsibility to these kids. And on the other hand, you got all this bullshit that they telling you to do. Because one thing that I took out of watching that video, I didn't see one kid seem uncomfortable in that room. Mm-hmm. They was chilling. Little white they was having chilling, fun. Black kids were chilling. Everybody was chilling. White kids, black kids. Nobody felt guilty. None of them kids was like, oh, I can't believe he's picking on us. Like, mm-hmm. nothing, bro. Like, them kids all had a teacher who they felt. And this is where that shit gets trashed to me. He's probably going to end up losing his job and them teachers end up and them students end up losing a teacher that they had already really connected with. Mm-hmm. And that's probably a lesson that they will never forget just because of how interesting it was and how different and he's going to get fired for it. And he, he just Bro. probably like made some really good citizens because of that experiment. Yeah. Just the had more them empathetic white people. 
That's it, bro. Just had them giving a fuck about other people. But people act like that's weakness now, bro. That's one of the weirdest things that's happened over time to me, my nigga, is that niggas, niggas look at it. hugs, bro. Niggas need, bro, niggas need hugs. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's the most God, damn, bro. We get a hugging booth, nigga. I ain't gonna give out the hugs, though, because I ain't no huggable-ass nigga. <laughs> if my people say they need a hug, too, because I'm not a touch person. Like, if I don't know you like that, don't touch me. But Look, if my niggas need problem. a hug, bro, all my niggas know, bro. They they need a hug. Call me, I'm pulling up. I'm not pulling up for the hug. I have to already be there. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't in the process of crying right now. Yeah, no, yeah. Because I know we talked about how earlier nothing can make you gay except being sexually attracted to men. But I mean, like coming to your hug, house niggas. with the explicit thing, it's like, is this like when are you trying to cheat with me? Like, is this like no, nah, we just gonna cuddle, but you really gonna try and like do some nasty stuff to me because, like, I don't want to... <laughs> hug your homeboys, bro. Hug your homeboys, bro. Straight up. Hashtag hug your homeboys. Hashtag, uh, yeah. <laughs> don't hug the homies. <laughs> while we in school, while we still talking about school, Texas superintendent resigns after third grade student finds his gun in the school bathroom. What's he hiding in the bathroom for? Hey, hey some niggas get butt naked when they shit. That's crazy. He done took the. Oh, let me put the strap on there. <laughs> Got the toolie down. Yeah. Went back let to work. The superintendent of the school district in West Central Texas resigned on Monday after parents learned that his gun was found in a bathroom stall by a third grade student last month. First of all, why the parents just found out this happened last month? Robbie Studeville, who was the superintendent of the Rising Star Independent School District, Submitted his resignation and it will be accepted at a special board meeting. Uh, KXX, KTXS TV reported. Monty Jones, the principal at Rising Star Elementary School, uh, said that he will be acting superintendent until the district finds a replacement. Uh, Jones uh, told NBC News that he and Studeville carried weapons on campus in the aftermath of last year, aftermath of last year's mass shootings nationwide. Damn, I can't read today. His dumbass <laughs> left it in the in the in the in the bathroom. What was you gonna do if a nigga just came in there, blasting your stupid ass, and left it in the in the third stall for a child to find? For a child to find, nigga. I'm actually pitching a nigga trying to shoot the school up. This nigga trying to run out the bathroom with shit hanging out his ass, but finger, like Bun B. Like that's what that's what Bun B said happened when they tried to break in his house. Nigga said he was on the toilet taking a shit. That nigga tried to break in his shit, nigga. He had to hop off the toilet. Nigga said his wife got the strap, nigga. <laughs> I, even crazier, like somebody coming to shoot up the school and the third grader that found the gun saved the school. That should be wild. Plot twist, nigga. Oh, me. That nigga's a hero. If, if a third grader shoots you, he got to shoot you with the gun sideways like a real thug, though. They can't be like on no scary ass shit. Like he's standing there still shaking, drops the gun afterwards, like kills the gunman. Now, you know what it's going to be? <laughs> He gonna be holding it like this, and then it's gonna drop, and he's still gonna be holding his hand. You know how that shit go in the movie. Somebody gonna pat him on the shoulder. Okay, it's cool now. You good? You good? All right. It's okay. You did. We're all safe. <laughs> You're a hero. <laughs> For our kids' protection, we need someone who's more responsible with the gun. Elizabeth Lee, who has two grandchildren at the district, told K K T X S. They need a better acronym for them for their shit. Uh, <laughs> After the third grader found a gun, a teacher sent another student to confirm that it was genuine. 
What? District leaders did not. What is this school doing, bro? You said they sent another kid to confirm that the gun was genuine. So let's get the timeline. <laughs> a bunch of kids get murdered in Uvalde. Yep. So your principal and superintendent are like, we going to bring our pistols because we could save the day in the amount in the event of a of a of an attack. Yep. Months pass by and you just forget that you're carrying this pistol on your hip because like I said in that TikTok that was completely misunderstood by half the people who fucking read it. Niggas don't treat guns like they dangerous in America. Because you wouldn't you, treat something if you thought it was, if you were treating it like it was dangerous, you would never forget it anywhere yeah. because it's dangerous, especially somewhere that kids can find it because it's dangerous. Have you noticed that though on TikTok? How they've done that yet where people will like respond to something you said like 10 seconds into the three minute video and you actually like clarify the point later? Yeah. Or something that you never people. said at all. Yeah, yeah, just completely spin your shout out those people, bro. That that like the mental gymnastics, gym gymnasts. Yeah. The mental people. gymnasts. Yeah. Simone Biles out of mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga. It, Simone Biles and Sigmund Freud had a baby, nigga. Nigga, I made a whole video talking about how I wasn't sure what policies would make this happen, but I really just thought that as a society we should treat guns as though they was more dangerous. Niggas really got in there and said, name one of the suggestions that you made that would have stopped the mass shooting. I'm over here like, I didn't make any suggestions, fam. Yeah, this is for discourse. I'm trying to hear what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just trying to change the way we talk to each other about this shit, to be honest, but, you know, whatever. The fuck me. Uh, I was I was shocked because it happened early in January and we're just now finding out about it, Lee said. Mr. Studeville is a good man, but that was irresponsible. It's, so you know he's white. They would never say that about a black man. Uh, Studeville said the gun, he took the gun off and placed it on a stall while using the restroom. He reported he added he added that the firearm was left unattended for 15 minutes until it was found by the student. There was never a danger other than the obvious. Studeville said. What if, like, what if that was, like, a kid that had just been, like, already, like, I thinking about it like i should shoot up school I, i'm gonna shoot up school one day you go in the bathroom it's the gun nigga that's the universe nigga. he like yep, that's nigga, the I'm doing this shit right now nigga like i guess it's my chance to get off i mean no i hear you i hear you i hear what you're saying yo i'm, I'm gonna do it I, I see it right here it's my opportunity what i think is the wildest thing about that bro is that was my first thing when they were like we need to give teachers guns i was like I remember my teachers. I had, out of all the teachers I had, elementary school through high school, I might have trusted five of them with a gun. Facts. At the school. Facts. From being too, too, from not having the temperament, from like having teachers that was like too fucking hostile and aggressive, from having teachers that was too fucking absent-minded, like, fucking uh, Gomer Pyle here who left the goddamn gun in the bathroom mm. so some of these kids can fucking cheddar bob themselves. my main thing is okay I have signed up I have learned how to uh, teach children the next generation nigga I did not sign up to be no motherfucking security guard that's not what I that's not part of my job bro 
I don't even want that responsibility, bro. Why the fuck I gotta be uh uh Miss Frizzle and 007 at the same time? How the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Not Miss Frizzle and 007, nigga. Double O Frizzle, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Double O Frizz on their ass, nigga. The, the 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 magic school gun, nigga. The magic <laughs> the magic school Glock. Yeah, we got two more stories. Bro. I've been making a concerted effort. I said this in the last podcast. I, I try and I'm trying to trend upwards with the with the with the tone of the stories. We get the heavy shit out the way, and then we bring it up with some nice chill shit. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't so, let these uh, niggas forget though. Sign that petition, man. Don't forget, bro. Link in the motherfucking uh show in the show description. Georgia woman crashes SUV in the Popeyes after her order was missing biscuits. <laughs> a jo- <laughs> She, 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 uh, she was gonna go in, but she ain't want to park. She was like, fuck you, bro. I'm gonna just, <laughs> Nick. she was like, I don't even feel like getting out the car for real. Nah, bro. It's like the episode of the boondocks. My nigga, the boondocks really be foreseeing shit, nigga. When they added the extra spice to the chicken at KFC and they said they ain't have no chicken. The bitch went and got her car and drove through. The- Niggas about to say motherfucking line. I, for, I don't forget. Don't, yeah, yeah. I ain't letting niggas forget how they was acting over a Popeye chicken sandwich too. Don't think niggas forgot. Hey, bro, I didn't you, forget you was how niggas was you acting, was I that look but I also face. didn't forget how good that sandwich was. Nah, it was blessing. It was blessing for sure. It was the best chicken. Listen, Popeye's chicken sandwich. I, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. Chick Fil A still got the best chicken sandwich in the game. The reason why is because. Every time I go get my Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, it's going to be the same quality. If you go get the best Popeye chicken sandwich, if you get a good one on a day where niggas came to work giving a fuck for whatever reason, that motherfucker the best chicken sandwich that ever, ever graced the planet, nigga. The spice, the crunch, the sauce, the pickles to give the slight acidic balance, and the bun so soft just adds to the overall bite to an experience that can only be rivaled by intercourse <laughs> this this uh commercial is brought to you by uh <laughs> Popeye. by fts network look at it you know I mean? <laughs> but you gonna get a greasy ass nasty ass cold ass yesterday ass popeye's chicken sandwich eight times out of ten mm-hmm. That, uh, it's like a you it sounds like you got a very toxic relationship with Popeye's like because like it's fucked up but when it's good it's really fucking good and that's what's keeping you in there that's what's keeping you in that relationship it bro. is it is bro. it's just like a toxic relationship and I understand why this girl drove into that motherfucker because first of all you know she waited for an hour for that chicken yeah she was in the Popeye's line they had an attitude with her when they came on the box they told her they didn't have the shit. Then when she got the shit, the shit probably wasn't even hot. So you'd have made me wait for, because that's my pet peeve, my nigga. Do not make me wait for no cold food. Yeah. If you go get it also, to me cold, give it to me fast. Also, I I think like that, this is really great advertisement for Popeye's biscuits, though, because like people act like Popeye's biscuits ain't shit. But Popeye's can be like, nigga, we had a motherfucking drive through the store to get them biscuits like. <laughs> the fuck is you talking about, nigga? These biscuits crazy. 
we're gonna find out that she was really had had a had a plot to kill her husband and she was trying to suffocate that nigga to death. She <laughs> like y'all FOMO. gave me all this chicken. I came for the biscuits, nigga. Goddamn. <laughs> I need FOMO. Give me your four hardest biscuits in that bitch. The woman identified as 50-year-old Belinda Miller of Augusta is charged with felony aggravated assault and criminal damage to property in the first degree. Just after 745 Saturday, Richmond County Sheriff's deputies responded to the chicken restaurant in Augusta for an accident with injuries. The Popeye's manager told deputies Miller drove her SUV into the east entrance after she became upset that her order did not have any biscuits. The manager told authorities Miller's order was corrected and she received her biscuits prior to the incident. But Miller still was not happy. Yeah, that's all deep. Prior that's to, all deep. Prior to the incident, the manager said the woman made several threats to staff, even calling and threatening to drive her car into the building. Oh, so she yeah. thought they was playing. Yeah, they thought she was playing. <laughs> she thought they she thought she was gonna drive in this bitch. They was fighting what? back with her, bro. To what end, though? That's that's my thing. Like when I see a lot of these like conflicts and situations, I'm like, because you already got the food. What is the end goal at this point? Because you don't got your ass locked up. You are 52. And you and not only that. Up. She ain't get to eat the biscuits because she in jail with her dumb ass. Because there ain't no way you ate them before the police got there because I bet it's you a million no dollars you couldn't eat three Popeye's biscuits in 10 minutes. What, yo, what if, what if she, she was driving, got the biscuits, started choking on one of the bitches and then lost control? What, <laughs> nigga? I got to hear the whole story. The bitch ain't even do it on purpose, bro. Nigga, she was over there trying to, she was trying to, she fight for her life. <laughs> she was, that's the, that's the cry for help. She she needed CPR, and she she drove into the building. My nigga, you got a uh, you got a dog. Uh, you grew up with a dog. Yeah, yeah. So you you fuck with you fuck with that. You ever like live next door to somebody with a dog? Yeah. Yeah, they dog bark late at night type shit. You ever like had an annoying ass neighbor with a dog that bark all night or you got a dog that bark all night like that? Mm. Yeah. Intoxicated neighbor upset with barking next door dog opens fire into Anticostia home. (laughs) That's, that's, that that escalated like way too fast. Endless barking next door may have driven an intoxicated neighbor to open fire into an Anticostia home, constable deputies say on Tuesday. There were no injuries when the reported shots were fired on the 12, 7, 120. I, listen, y'all, I'm from Oklahoma. Our houses, our address has got three numbers, a phone number. When it's the the hundred and twenty seven hundred block, 127 hundred block, how do you say that? But Nigga lost the, about 80, what, 82? 82 blocks? I could say like 42. I could say like you know what I'm saying? On 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 a 4500 40, 40, block. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like okay, thirty eighty two hundred block. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. three hundred block. I think a one twenty. This a lot, bro. Anyway, Why your city so big, my nigga. On Cedar bro. Block. Why your city so big? Ass. We from small towns, though. I mean, you in a big town now. Yeah, bro, and I hate it. And I don't, I don't, I don't live in Houston. I live in Richmond. I live outside of Houston. Niggas in Houston, mm-hmm. a, a Houstonian, and never let me tell you I live in Houston. 
They're like, that nigga do not live in Houston. <laughs> nigga live in Richmond. Blah, 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 blah. And they, but they come visit. They'd be like, oh, your house, nice. I'd be like, yeah, nigga, in Richmond. Y'all acting like I, fuck y'all. Acting like I'm Carlton. <laughs> there were no injuries reported when the shots were fired on Cedar Block or Cedar Grove Court. Uh, deputies were called to the neighborhood after a homeowner said loud bangs and gunshots at the front door woke up everyone inside. It turns out authorities said the neighbor who lived behind the home was responsible for the commotion and demanded to be let inside. He kept firing through the front door and windows. God damn. What do you think? Breonna Taylor was inside that motherfucker? Message. That was, that was dark. That was... I, you're not lying, so I ain't going to fault you. That was, that was dark. This is huh? as good a case as any that I think of. Like, like it's funny how like me and you like recently we've been talking about shit, and shit'll just happen. Like you did a, a gun control video like what two days ago. Mm-hmm. And then it, it it ain't take two days to find a really good example as to why everybody shouldn't have a gun. But <laughs> it never does, bro. Mm-hmm. It never does. There's always a story as to why niggas shouldn't have a gun, nigga. Yeah, he took off in a vehicle when deputies arrived. Traffic stopped shortly later. Led deputies to multiple firearms, an automatic rifle, fully loaded magazine inside. So I always struggle with this. I don't want, I don't want to switch places with white people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want white people to get murdered indiscriminate by police. Mm-hmm. I don't in no way. I would not find any joy or pleasure from that at all. Agreed. But I do find it ironic that a nigga shot up his neighbor's house because their dog was barking. So you know he's armed and dangerous. Like a random act of violence dangerous too. Not dangerous like I like robbed a bank and I still have the gun. Because being willing to rob a bank and being willing to shoot at a police officer, they really not the same. This nigga still got gunpowder, gun residue on his hands, though. He From shooting into the neighbor's house because the dog was barking. I'm trying to figure out what kind of... Was it German Shepherd? If it's German Shepherd, I get it. I get it. <laughs> a white man would never shoot at a German Shepherd because I feel like German Shepherds are obviously white dogs and other police. True. Uh... Oh, my fault. I had to readjust again. <laughs> you good. You good. That's just crazy to me, though, bro. Like, they didn't do shit to that nigga. They like, he took off, bro. They pulled up after he shot up his neighbor's house. He hopped in the whip, drives off, and they just pull him over on it. It don't say after a chase. It says a traffic stop later on. Like, they was like, oh, that's his license plate. Let's get him. Let's just you get know- I think it gets, I hope it doesn't get lost in like the Black Lives Matter stuff. Cause like the Black Lives Matter has such a negative connotation to like the right wing people now. I feel like that's what they think. They like, oh, okay, we want the cops kill everybody or this, that, and the third. Or, you know, the cops do shoot white people. One, uh, uh, I think just by sheer numbers, because white people outnumber so much, they probably do get shot more. They, do. they get shot more. We get shot more as a, they get shot more in numbers. We get shot more per capita. Exactly. And that 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 is the thing. And also, it's just like they should approach every situation with that amount of tactfulness. And that's what we're exactly. saying. They don't 
they will give white uh, criminals, known criminals, known violent criminals, like they they are literally or just got done committing a violent crime, probably a danger to society. They will give them every chance to throw their gun out, this, that, and the third, be detained peacefully, shoot up a black church, and then take them niggas to Burger King. <clears throat> Meanwhile, uh, uh, a nigga pull out a wallet too fast, and you catching four in the chest because he was scared. Also, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought up this point too. It's a book. I don't know if you do Audible or like you read physically read, but Malcolm Gladwell um, wrote a book. I just read it. It's called uh, Damn, what's it called? I think it's Tipping Point or something like that. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Anyway, he was he was talking about that how, um, like in, in America the like black and the term black and white, like black has such a negative connotation. Just the word itself that like. It, it um so basically what they did was like they they took some police officers and they put them in like really like think fast make quick decisions you know what i'm saying situations just to see how they reacted and yeah. and obviously they did really bad when it came to assuming black people were had guns like it's statistically mm-hmm. proven you know what i'm saying so it, it, it's deep bro it's way deeper than that yeah and it's it i think that's one of the things that's wild to me bro is that they're not wild i just think that this this points out is that the police need more training argument is it's absolutely not like the answer to this problem in my opinion because it's not the training like you don't see this issue prevalent enough with affluent people with people who have resources with white people with women even like with people who they feel like you'll give a fuck about You got to say white women then, because they'll, they'll kill a black woman. Man. They'll, but listen, less likely to kill a black woman than they are to kill a black man, though. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because if you kill a woman, period, it does still resonate a little bit, a little bit more. A little bit, even, even like, so like Sandra Bland. Mm-hmm. We don't even really know what happened to Sandra Bland. Yeah. Like, we literally don't even know what happened to her, really, bro. Like, and the women who 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 do get killed like like Breonna Taylor like a Tatiana Jefferson like a lot of those like I feel like those officers do be under more heat than if that same person was a black man I don't feel like it would be as bad because even though I don't think society really gives a fuck about black women society doesn't look at them as necessarily dangerous yeah let's believe let's believe if either one of us knock on wood they're gonna find every every Facebook, Twitter post, anything that we done said, some ignorant shit. They gonna be like, he was a gang wow. member and he niggas gonna look at MySpace pictures and shit. Talking about he was a minister society. Meanwhile, I was just trying to get uh what is it, Arizona tea and, and some Skittles and take my black ass to the crib. Oh god, bro. And this was supposed to end on a lighter note, and it ended up getting really dark. Real fast. That's what happens whenever the police are involved, and you got to talk about the police and all kinds of shit like that. Because we could have, we could have made, kind of sat here and made jokes about how he could have accidentally shot that dog, and we never knew who that dog was going to grow up to be. He could have been Airbud <laughs> or Lassie. You know Man, what I'm he saying? Snubbed, he snubbed out. He snubbed out. Uh, they told him, bro. That's crazy. You feel what I'm saying, bro? Then it could have been the yeah. Hound from the Fox and the Hound in the live action remake. And it could have been Clifford, nigga. Bro. He could have been big and maybe that maybe it was gang wars, bro. Maybe the white nigga cripping, bro. 
Mm, and the dog big was red. Clifford. Big red Blifford. back there, bro. Blifford. <laughs> Blifford. Blifford back there talking about woo woo. Woo woo. He came out like, hey, hey, that dog got me fucked up, bro. Oh, God. That nigga's that nigga's supposed to be saying wolf, nigga. That nigga talking about whoop. <laughs> yeah, your dog is your dog has been set tripping all night, my nigga. Get get that motherfucker. Yeah, get your man's, bruh. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's the last shit I got for the episode, bro. Uh you got anything before we get up out of here? Um no, no. I'll 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 definitely make a, a more I don't know, because I, I know if I go as in-depth making a video about this petition, like as we did, niggas are not going to watch that. So I'm going to have to make it entertaining. I'm going to have to make it funny. But I'm coming with it that it better explains it. I'll Definitely. cite all my sources if I got to, goddamn. Like, but you saw, you know what I'm saying? Everything I said, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that shit is real. Yeah, that, that that's the main thing. I feel like it, as much as, like, black people have the power to, black people around the globe have the power to, like, but especially African-Americans have the power to move the internet shake some shit up with the internet <clears throat> yeah yeah you can't you can't tell me we can't do something now you can tell me we won't because niggas ain't gonna pay attention now, i might believe that but you can't tell me that we don't have the power to do it it's just about whether we want to or not oh, God, and God. i can't guarantee that that if, if if a million people sign this petition that they will be heard but god god damn like, i ain't hear nobody else even talking about this shit. you know what i'm saying so and- Bro, even if it don't do nothing but generate a conversation that make people think more collectively about or more how we could move collectively and how we could bargain collectively, like start asking for or requiring things or looking for things that benefit the community and not the individuals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, so I, yeah. I, I fuck with all of that. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm not, y'all not don't... exaggerating. Oh my fuck, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm signing off. Go ahead. I was saying, not exaggerating when this could potentially be like, I'll put it like this. This is probably just just on the effect that it may have like globally, if you know, in the best case scenario. This is this is really important compared to like what what a lot of us are spending, me me included, spending our time like commenting on and watching. Like I watched uh, 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 eighty five. Goddamn DJ Academics uh, videos, you know what I'm saying? Last month type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, just. Like, I, I said, I watched that nigga Mr. Chine time eat everything in New York City, bro. Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> nigga not asking for a dollar. I'm not doing this to, to, to make a profit. You know what I'm saying? I got the special for that. If y'all order, you know what I'm saying? Y'all trying to fuck with me. Wait till that shit Bring drop. But no, nah, this, this, is, this is something that. Because even if. Even if um like this list doesn't get hurt this list of solutions just the fact that black people around the globe are having a convention about the 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 welfare of black people in america and nobody black in america knew it's crazy but shit if you don't know now you know nigga (laughs) (laughs) but yeah bro don't don't what i was gonna say is don't stop listening yet I know you like, oh, they signing off, we getting up out of here. I told y'all at the beginning of the episode, my nigga Key sent over the real nigga story time, bro. Shout you know what I'm saying? You, also, nigga dropping a new feature of the motherfucking podcast, y'all. It's a phone number that's going to be listed in the show notes all the time. You could call that number. You could leave voicemails to the podcast. I'll play your voicemails on the podcast. I love feedback to that motherfucker. So, 
at any time that you want. Feel free. You know what I'm saying? Hit that voicemail. I would tell you the number right now. I would be like, oh, the number is blah, blah, blah. But I don't remember the motherfucking number. And I don't have it pulled up. I ain't looking it up. It'll be in the show description. Call that motherfucker. Leave a voicemail. Tell us how much you love the motherfucker. Tell us we stupid and we don't know what we're talking about. Tell us you love everything that we said. Do all of that. But, Go uh, with the FTS network on TikTok, man. Get in that oh man comments. Let him know something. Let him yeah, <laughs> talk yeah, yeah. to him crazy. Go. Go. I don't, I don't be fighting back with these weird niggas. So get on. Go follow me on a, on a TikTok. That way you can go fire these niggas up for your boy. Oh, yeah, anyway, man, that's it for me and X. Tune into my nigga Keys. He's going to give y'all a real nigga story time. Man, shout out to Keys, bro. Made the real nigga story time uh, drop. Made the white people do this drop. Made the intro music. Made the outro music. Shout out to a real nigga, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 man. All, all, all along linking up, bro. Like, when we link up, bro, like, like as far as collectively, like, on some Wu-Tang Clan shit, like, when we ever get to that point where we all move as collective, entertainment, industry-wise, oh, yeah, we gonna, we gonna fuck the game up. Oh, God, bro. That being said, me and X out of here. We gonna let Keys take y'all out. Peace. Yeah. Double up the respect. Came through the wire, fresh out the fire, my mic check. Leaning and rocking, feel it yourself, it's high tech. Moving pieces all on the board, my nigga trying to see. Billion. Mm. My gift to gab on it. Escape trials and tribulations, fighting your honor. Shark in the water, grabbing for paper like I'm Nirvana. Code of honor that I follow, my nigga, is worth. Billion. Huh. Homie, fuck your greasy granny them. He been slapping shit so long, they gotta come and Grammy him. He so fly, he walk on stars, solar systems carry him. Bank account status when they bury him. Billion. Uh, make sure you say it two times. Dre, Dre, nigga. Make sure you say it two times. <laughs> Trying to see the salad with the croutons. Laying the foes down like futons for the... Billion. Yeah, man, you not tuning in there. Fuck this shit podcast. And billions 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 Real nigga story time. All right, so, well, it's it's Valentine's Day. Baby, like, I'm trying to go out to eat, you know, to my kick it, pile I'm like, cool. My son is with us. Cool. We all finna go to, you know, to eat. Family dinner. Awesome. So, I'm like... Hey, uh, let's 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 do a hibachi. She like, cool. We already on the west side of town. If you're lolling, you know what I'm talking about. It was on the west side of town off 82nd. And I'm like, come on, I was right there. Let's just, you know what I'm saying? Let's pull up over here real quick. Now, side note, we had tried kimonos. Well, we were trying to go eat at kimonos one other time. And it was like two years ago. But when we went in, the vibe was so weird. And the people that they were trying to sit us with was so weird. We dipped. Like, we were just like, nah. You know, we 
or somewhere else or whatever. So I'm like, all right, let's give it another try. First red flag. We pull up in the parking lot. There's a motherfucker blocking the whole parking lot. Trying to do what looks like server J. These niggas all up in the window, whispering and shit. It's some old broke down ass pinto. And this dude standing in the window of the car. And the car is blocking like three parking spots. The only three parking spots in kimonos, really. Unless you want to park a little ways off. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll just park over here on this other side. So I pull up, <clears throat> we park, get out. I take my son and I hold his hand and we walk our street and my wife and we go into kimonos. We walk in, bro. First and foremost, Dre Dre know because he, you know, another friend of ours. Worked there as well, but I worked at Aaron's for like six years. Prior to that, I'm a hood nigga. I'm from the hood nigga. Like, I know what roach smell like off top. I'm like, it smells like syrup in here. It smells like roaches. I'm smelling roaches, but I'm like, maybe I'm tripping. I don't know. I'm going to see what it's like when we get to the table. So we get to the table. That's the, that's the second red flag. We get to the table, we sit down. Nice little couple sitting next to us. They're not saying much. They seem real cool. I'm cool. All right. We, you know, survive. Sit down. Boom. Out walks this waitress. Now, I've seen said waitress before because, once again, I worked for a loan company and I was a branch manager and she was one of my clients. And I remember her because she was always fucking dusty. And she always wouldn't shut the fuck up. So my antenna's up again. Like, oh shit, here we go. So red flag number three. Now as I'm sitting there, I'm looking at the menu. <clears throat> menu don't look bad. You know, it's about you, whatever. You're going to pay a little bit. I don't care. It's Valentine's Day. I'm, you know, you know I'm going to get my little, little cheddar spinning on. So... Looking at the menu, the menu's sticky as fuck. Like, it's real-life sticky. I'm like, bro, like, why this shit feel like, you know, y'all didn't nut it all over this bitch. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, So, I, red flag number four. I'm like, mm, it's still smelling like road trip in here. You know what I'm saying? But the menu's are sticky and shit. This ain't cool. This ain't going well. I'm thinking to myself, kids, we finna bounce, baby. We finna get up out of here. So, I get to looking across the restaurant. Now, the way Kamano's is seated when you walk in, there's a hibachi table right a little ways in front of you. And there's a couple to the right of you. And then there's like tables on the side by the windows where people can do regular dining. And then there's a bar behind the hibachi tables. So I'm sitting at the hibachi table and I could see I'm sitting at the ones to the front, to the right and I could see the front door. So I got like a beeline vision right to the front door. If you walk in and look to your right, you would you would look dead in my face. So I'm looking and I wasn't really paying too much attention, but I kind of just like peep game. I looked up. It was this weird white dude standing at the front and he kind of just looking at me weird. Didn't see him the whole time I was in there. Y'all. <clears throat> 
he has a purple t-shirt wrapped around his head. He's got the, the Jeffrey Dahmer glasses on with a purple rain shirt with prints on it. On with some Wrangler jeans and some boots. So I'm like, who the fuck is this? And and why he got this purple t-shirt t-shirt wrapped around his head like he in the IRE? Nigga, who the fuck is this? You know, this nigga think he macho man Randy Savage. So who the f I, okay, whatever. So I I, I I paused for a minute and just kind of look at him. But then I, you know, I ain't thinking I know that. I just left it alone. So I'm sitting there. We looking at the menu. I'm like, okay, we're going to get this, blah, blah, blah. I'm talking to baby. Baby in her own world. She's looking at her menu. I'm kind of getting Levi's situated because he's getting a little excited. You know, it's his second, second, third. It's his third time in a boxing. So he, I'm ready to see the fire. Woo. You know, he really excited. So I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I just kind of, you know, I got to, all, all the homies, if you ever speak to them about me, they'll tell you I have a paranoia issue. You know, I'm very paranoid. I watch my surroundings crazy. Just crazy shit in my past. But I got a, a real bad paranoia issue. So I'm watching this weird ass nigga kind of like rotate himself. Granted, I told you he was already staring at me weird. And I kind of just looked at him. We locked eyes and then he looked away and he went about his business. But I come back around. <clears throat> My my peripheral is now locked in on him, and I see him kind of making a a U shape like path around the other hibachi tables, around by the bar to get behind us. So I'm like, man, what the fuck this nigga doing, man? I guess he's gonna go sit at the bar, whatever. You know, um, I position myself like that for a reason, um, because baby, no. Wherever I'm at, I don't like to sit with my back to the door. I got to see the door. Everywhere I go, I'm like that. So, I see him. He goes behind. And then I, I kind of just be like, okay, he's going to go sit at the bar. So, I go back to tending to Levi. Baby still looking at the menu. Ain't nothing like maybe three, four, five minutes past. Yo. Why the fuck I see this nigga getting closer and closer and closer? So I'm like, I must be dreaming because it seemed like this nigga coming over here. But then maybe, you know, maybe he won't say what's up or something. I don't know. I kind of low-key got a nigga some brownie points. I was like, you know, you got that Prince shirt on, my nigga. I fuss with Prince, the Purple Warrior. You know, that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? I love Prince. So I'm like, yeah, you get a couple cool points, nigga. You a little weird, but got the Prince shirt on. So whatever, you coming to say what's up, I guess. It's still weird, but I guess. So he gets closer and closer. I see something in his hand. I'm like, what the fuck is that in his hand? And why he like, he's like stealthily moving. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? By this time, he didn't transition from my right peripheral, came all the way from the back of me to my left peripheral behind Levi. I see him raise his arms up and he has a pack of chopsticks that are out of he has chopsticks that are out of the package with like a chip holder at the end of them or some shit chopstick holders basically and proceeds i see this out my peripheral right i'm like nah he ain't doing that is he i see him raise his arms 
and it slowly points and goes towards my son's head. Bro, why I done had to slap this man's hand? I like literally jumped like over and slapped the fuck out this nigga hand. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Levi freaks the fuck out because I just slapped this man's hand and he's literally right there on the side of my son's head. So when I slap his hands, Levi think he didn't got slapped. So he like, oh shit, daddy, why you hit me? You know, I'm like, I'm not hitting you. I'm slapping the purple motherfucker that's trying to hit. It's a purple people leader over here trying to get you, my nigga. And I'm, 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 I'm defending you. <clears throat> so the nigga drops the chopsticks on top of Levi's head and he's freaking out. He's like, oh, he dropped something on me. He dropped something on me. Levi's freaking the fuck out. My wife is bewildered. She's like, the fuck is going on? Because you got to remember the whole time she's sitting on the left of Levi. I'm sitting on the right of Levi. So when he comes around, I kind of can see him. But she ain't, she wasn't peeping game. It's just Brianna. She be in her own little world. Brian slapped these chops to get out this man's hand. <clears throat> He backs up from the table and gets mad at me. I'm like, I just go full out nigga mode. I'm bro. Like, I don't know you. I don't know you. Why the fuck is you over here fucking with my son? I was just trying to give him some chopsticks. I said, why are you over here fucking with my son? What in the cockacity? Is this like, how do you feel comfortable enough to walk up on my son who you do not know and try to clip some chopsticks to the side of his ear? I said, now, bro, if I would have whooped your ass, it'd have been a problem, right? If I would have beat you the fuck up, I'd be in jail, right? It'd be a big problem. We'd be, we'd be on the news. Come on, we'll get a little bit of exposure. I'll be the local rapper that got angry and beat the fuck out of you, right? Because I was just in the paper. Niggas know who I am in here. In Lawton. So KSWO would have ran it that way. And we'd all had a bad time of it. This nigga is literally. And this is when I had to pause because. <clears throat> um, I think he um, I think he was special needs. I don't know if he was not for real, but I think he was more like Napoleon Dynamite. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, he may have been a little special needs because after I slapped his hands away, he like stepped to the side, placed his hands in front of him real tight, clamped together and just start saying over and over and over again. I was just trying to give him some chopsticks. I was just trying to give him some chopsticks. I was just trying to give him some chopsticks. And he started looking at me out the side, like giving me a side eye. Because I, at this point, I'm talking to the, the uh, I don't know if she's the owner or who she is. But uh, <clears throat> it's an Asian lady and she walks over and she's like, what's going on? Why are you screaming? You know, and she's looking at him. And it was so funny because she looked at him and was like, why are you over here? And why are you bothering these people? And I said, ma'am, I'm trying to figure out the same thing. I said, I'm screaming at him and I'm upset because this nigga decided to come over here and try to clamp something to my four-year-old son's ear and we don't know this nigga. And he did it. And the nigga did it like a ninja. Like, and the, there's a funny thing with that because 
I didn't come up with that he was a ninja. Levi. From the point that uh, uh, later on during throughout the night, kept calling him the Purple Ninja. Daddy, Daddy saved me from the Purple Ninja. <laughs> so this nigga's the Purple Ninja now. You know what I'm talking about? So the, the owner lady's like, well, you know, sir, calm down. I said, I'm calm. I was like, but get your mans because... I'm gonna beat him up. Like, why are you fucking with my son? And you know, if you would have just been like, "Hey, I'm sorry, this is what we do in a restaurant," blah blah blah, I'd have left it alone. But for you to try to make it a problem, like I was the wrong in the wrong. No, nigga, you don't walk up on people, kids, and touch them. I said, boy, if I like, I'm thinking. I told baby, I'm like, thank God I wasn't carrying, cause you might have got popped. I'm not gonna lie, behind my son, it's whatever. So, you know, I'm just on a different type of time behind my kids. And um, now here's another funny part of the story. Remember, I talked about the nice couple that was sitting at the table with us. When I say that that white man did not raise his, his head one time to look at me. And his wife did not look at me or the situation going on. I mean that. Them niggas was like, my name ain't been it. I ain't in it. They sitting there like, whoa. It was almost as if like they just froze in time. Like, mm, let me mind my business. Like, because I'm literally in the middle of the restaurant acting a pure ass. I'm cussing this man out. I'm just like, what's your deal? And, and, and we got up and, and left. Took my son to check it. Jeez. Um, and we went to, first we went to Kudos. We left Kimonos with the Kudos. They helped Bosch anyway, three million times better. And the prices was better. I'm like, you niggas got the nerve to be more expensive than Kudos. And you ain't got to have the restaurant space, nor do you have the, the setting that these niggas have. The aesthetic in here is trash. It's dim and dark and stanky in this motherfucker. And you walk into Kudos and it's nice and, and 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 smell good. It don't smell like Roach City, Roach Roach City, bitch, in this motherfucker. Yeah, so we left. We had a good time though. Um, my wife enjoyed her Valentine's Day, but yeah, man, that that's that's my story. That's my real nigga story. Leave people kids alone before you get clapped.